on episode 449 of Nintendo Switchcraft, my Nintendo Switch year in review. Do you want to build a Zelda and a DLC surprise? Those stories and more on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. Hey listeners, this is Joel Mead24 from the Run Jump Stomp Discord community. You're listening to Nintendo Switchcraft. Welcome back to Switchcraft, your source for all things Nintendo. It is brought to you live every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Uh, make sure that you tune in live with us over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. And if you want to get all of the episodes ad-free for as little as a dollar, join the Patreon, patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. And uh, you get all that content ad-free, not just this show, but my other shows as well. So uh, let's get started. I... I'm no longer taking voicemails. I've been getting a lot of um, voicemails that had been coming in that, A, I couldn't hear anything, uh, uh, B, I don't think that they meant to call me, or C, really, really bad audio. So I decided I've got a lot of, of uh, little voicemail things that I can use. So for this show, I've got enough. I'm not taking any more for now. I'll let you guys know if I open it back up in the future and you can send in your uh, your This Is Nintendo Switchcraft voicemails like so many people have done. Uh, anyway, let's get started. Nintendo posted this uh, this thing on their website, which is called The Year in Review. And if you want to check this out for yourself, go to switch.nintendo.com slash year dash in dash review. Uh, so it, you can just follow a link in the show notes to check it out. And if you're logged in on the website, it'll have some stats for you. And I thought that I would share my stats for 2019 on my Nintendo switch with you guys. Uh, so it says here that, and if you're, if you're, um, not, if you're listening to the show and you're not watching it on the, um, on, on YouTube, then you're not going to see some of this, but that's okay. Uh, but it says here, uh, RJS's Nintendo Switch year in review for 2019. Well played. Let's take a look back at your year in gaming. My Nintendo Switch journey began on March 3rd, 2017. That's when the Switch came out. The very first game that I ever played on my system was The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. I did live stream that. I, I live streamed opening up on my Twitch channel, opening up the Switch, uh, talking about it. And you know what I didn't do? I never captured that and uh, exported it to YouTube, so we don't have that, and that makes me really sad because it was it was a uh, it was a lot of fun that first day, and then I loaded up Breath of the Wild, and I was just blown away. Uh, maybe I made a highlight of it. I don't know. I'm gonna have to look. All right, so uh, the first game that I ever played was Breath of the Wild, and that was pretty much the only game that I played for a very long time. It looks like chat has found a way to um, use the shiny things point system to put little hats on my emo, and I love it. That's awesome. Thanks, guys. Uh, all right. Nintendo Flashback, Super Mario Maker 2. Uh, so they're just talking about a game that came out, which I have. And my most played Nintendo Switch games in 2019 are Final Fantasy 12: The Zodiac Age. That game 
is absolutely fantastic. If you have not played Final Fantasy XII, The Zodiac Age, and you like JRPGs, that game is really good. I'm, I'm telling you, I spent 50 hours in that game. I didn't come close to beating it, but I spent 50 hours in that game. And the only reason that I didn't finish it is because it's a really long game and I have a very short attention span when it comes to games. Something has to be, well, incredibly phenomenal in order to keep my attention. For example, Breath of the Wild, I have 200 hours in. Final Fantasy uh, 12, I have 50 hours in. Does that mean that it's not anywhere as good as Breath of the Wild? I don't like making that equivocation. For me, it's not as good, but it's an awesome game. And if you like JRPGs, you should check it out. Uh, that was my most played game this year. Diablo 3 was my second most played game in or 2019. Fire Emblem Three Houses was my third most played game. And then Super Mario Maker 2... Uh, followed by, this actually surprised me, Nintendo Entertainment System, Nintendo Switch Online. That is very, very surprising to me that that one made my my top list, but that's okay. I had a lot of fun with these games, um, and, and I have to say that every single one of these games on here, minus probably Nintendo Switch Online, I mean, that one's free if you subscribe to Nintendo Switch Online, so it's definitely worth it, but... You know, these these other four games, they're all top caliber games. And, um, I, you know, if you had asked me what were your favorite games that you played this year on Nintendo Switch, I don't know if I would have thought of Diablo 3 because it's like the third time that I've played the damn thing. I definitely would have thought of Fire Emblem Three Houses. I definitely would have thought of Super Mario Maker 2. But I also feel like I played Final Fantasy XII early enough in the year that it would have escaped my memory of uh, you know of when I played it, and so I probably would have assumed that I played it last year and not talked about it. But uh, the, all all of these games are fantastic, and uh, if if you find that any of these are on sale, then you should snap them up immediately. Uh, okay, uh, then they have uh, Nintendo flashback talking about Link's Awakening. How many hours I played Nintendo Switch games in 2019? Uh, 332 hours. And how many games did I play this year? I played 156 games this year. Now that seems like a really high amount, but keep in mind that a lot of those 156 games uh, th those were games where I got them as a review copy and I played a little bit of it and said, okay, it's kind of cool or no, this is not for me and moved on fairly quickly. Uh, most of my hours were put into smaller or, or uh, uh, other games, you know, a, f a smaller number of games, but 332 hours this year playing games. I don't, I don't hold on a sec. I'm going to ask my my little voice assistant here how many days that is. 13 days. Oh my god. 13 days. 13 well, actually 14 days if you round up. That's 14 days of 2019 that I spent playing. Yikes. That's okay. Let's move on. Uh let's see what else my um the most time playing the games in on Nintendo Switch these days. Uh, January, I spent a lot of time playing games. I That surprises me quite a bit. I wonder what came out in January. I wonder if that's Final Fantasy XII 
or if that's Diablo 3. I spent a lot of time in January playing games, and then it, it dips down, and then uh, June, July, and August are always going to be my highest because I have more free time during that time. And of course, as the year has progressed on, I've been playing less and less. It feels like September and October I played uh, a bunch because we had all of those games come out in September and October. And uh, like November, I haven't played anything really, like hardly at all. And of course, December, I haven't hardly touched uh, the Nintendo Switch. So uh, there's that. Uh, how many gold coins I got this year? 3,395, which is cool, I guess. And then uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield, they're trying to get me to buy that. And then I there's little buttons here that you can use to share uh, these stats out into little pictures. And I posted those on my Twitter account earlier earlier today, uh, twitter.com slash runjumpstomp. Uh, but hey, here's what I want to know. I want to know what your stats are. All right. So what you can do is tweet them at me at runjumpstomp and let me know what are your stats like for uh, what is it called? The the year in review. That was my year in review. And I'd say this is a pretty good year. Uh, Res TV is saying that he knows somebody that has 1,271 hours. That's crazy. Hey, one of the patrons that uh, subscribe at, over at uh, patreon.com slash runjumpstomp, I know for a fact that they have 400 hours in just Fire Emblem Three Houses. Only that game. No other game, just that game. They are they have 400 hours in only that game. So uh, that's that's pretty crazy. <laughs> Joel Mead in chat says uh, uh, we have a word for that. It's called unemployed. Uh, yeah, maybe. Or you know what? Maybe they just don't. They have a lot of extra time outside of work. It's it's, it's certainly possible. All right, let's let's go back to the show notes and see what else we we have to talk about today. Um, this comes to us from a tweet from Japanese Nintendo. It says that Monolith Soft uh, is still actively recruiting for uh, a Legend of Zelda game. It's most likely Breath of the Wild 2. Um, not much more for me to say about that. I mean, if you are a game developer and you want to make, uh, you want um, want to put your mark on the world and help make a Zelda game, and uh, apparently you should probably speak Japanese, but uh, it says Monolith Soft are still recruiting staff for a Zelda game, uh, most likely Breath of the Wild 2. Positions include technical artists, programmers, planners, designers, and management supporters. Monolith Soft are looking for freelancers, including character modelers, concept art designers, scenario planners, and map modeler. Now, JapaneseNintendo.com, they're the ones that are saying it's most likely the Breath of the Wild sequel. And the idea that they're hiring for character modelers, concept art designers, and scenario planners, and map modelers, like those things, those particular jobs, make me think it's very unlikely that it is Breath of the Wild uh, 2. And the reason that makes me think it's not Breath of the Wild 2 is because I, I assumed... Last year, uh, when they announced Breath of the Wild 2 was being made, I assumed that it would be released holiday 2020 uh, for a couple of reasons. First off, I you know I know that I don't know, but I feel like they don't have to remake all of the assets because they're use they're they're basically doing a Majora's Mask, right? 
They're taking the world that we already know and they're turning it on its head. And that means that they don't have to remake Link. They don't have to remake Zelda. They don't have to remake the Guardians. They don't have to remake everything. They don't have to rebuild the world. They have the world built already. And all they need to do is modify it. So getting um, map modelers... Okay, maybe you would hire a map modeler for that. You know, because you've got to change some stuff. However... Would you be hiring a concept art designer? Really? At this point? Like, it's been quite a long time since they mentioned that Breath of the Wild 2 was under development. And the idea that they don't have concept art done yet is just crazy. So I don't think for a second that they're hiring somebody for Breath of the Wild 2. I could be wrong. I definitely could be wrong. I'm not a game developer. Maybe there is a process that I don't understand where, you know, most of the game is already done and they bring in concept art for, you know what, maybe they're bringing in concept art designers for things like DLC or maybe they want to add in some new monsters and maybe replace some of the old monsters, like take all of the Bokoblins out and replace them with something else, that kind of thing. That's something that would be um, not super time in- in- intensive to do and probably wouldn't take, a, um, well, I kind of already covered the time, but it, it might be something that they might do well into the development already. But by all accounts, from what we've heard, Breath of the Wild 2 started out as DLC for Breath of the Wild and it kept ballooning and getting bigger. And that's why they decided to make it into a sequel. So the idea that they don't have concept art done just doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, anyway, this is this, that's just my opinion. I could be wrong, but hey, I, I figured I'd let people know that they're hiring for some Zelda game. And what I'm hoping for is that it's it's not Breath of the Wild 2. I still, I still hope that Breath of the Wild 2, my favorite game of all time, is the first one. Um, I still am hoping that Breath of the Wild 2 uh, comes out next holiday season. Uh, A, because it would really, really do... Uh, um, it, it would really help Nintendo when the next Xbox, uh, the Series X, the Xbox Series X and the PS5, when those two things launch next holiday season, having a new 3D Zelda game to say, hey, don't forget about Nintendo. You're going to be all playing all these brand new games, but we're going to have the next Zelda game, the sequel to, in my opinion, the greatest game of all time. That is going to be very, very compelling and will definitely boost sales for Nintendo when these other uh, systems are just launching. That being said, I've been wrong before, and maybe I'll be wrong this time. Only time will tell. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll hear from a sponsor. And when we come back, I've got some more Nintendo news for you. Stick around. Atari introduces the woman of the year, Ms. Pac-Man. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. 
Find Reese's now at a store near you. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. All right, we are back, and we've got some surprise DLC that is on the way. Speaking of DLC, um, this is a tweet that comes from Nintendo of America. It says, the ghost hunt continues into 2020. Get access to six new Scarescraper costumes with matching floors and ghosts and six new Scream Park minigames with Luigi's Mansion 3 multiplayer pack DLC. You can pre-order now to get special Polterpup flashlight, which that's kind of cool. It doesn't... Look, look, I've played very, very little of the multiplayer aspect of Luigi's Mansion 3. My son isn't really interested. My wife isn't really interested. I'm really the only person here in the house that is interested, and there's no online play for this, so I haven't really had much of an opportunity to play. Don't get me wrong. My son wants Luigi's Mansion 3, but he really only cares about the single player part of it. He's not really interested in the multiplayer part. I bet that I bet if he sat down and tried it with me, he would have a blast, but convincing him to stop playing uh, Fortnite or apex or whatever online shooter that he's playing with his friends, that's tough to do. You know, uh, kids want to play with their friends and that's what their friends are playing. So I think that, that this is cool for people who are playing it for me. I'm certainly not going to be spending money on it. Now, it's only 10 bucks, which is pretty cool. Uh, and you can buy it ahead of time, but it comes out sometime in 2020. Now, it actually comes in two packs. And Nintendo has done this before. I, they, they did it with Breath of the Wild. Uh, with Breath of the Wild, they had two DLC packs. You could not buy them separately. You bought them all at once for one price. And then they unlocked... Uh, over time like so DLC pack one came and we had like the map update and something else and then DLC two came and we had the motorcycle and uh, the extra uh, the extra shrine that we had to do which was really cool I I thought that it was cool they did this before with Mario Kart 8 back on the Wii U Uh, we bought the DLC It came in, you you bought it once and you got everything and then you had to wait for the DLC to unlock and the first one came with four new tracks. Was it four new tracks? Maybe it was four new courses. I can't remember now. It's been a long time. Came with new tracks, new courses, new new, um, cars, new characters and then DLC 2 came out later on. And that's just the way that Nintendo tends to do things. As far as as, um, the gaming industry goes, with DLC, I always feel like I get my money's worth when I buy from Nintendo. Every single time. I always have felt like, yep, that was a pretty good deal. And I can't say that about everything else. I just can't. Uh, with with Nintendo, I can definitely say that, but uh, with everything else, I can't. But anyway, uh, 
there you go. It also gets three new outfits for Luigi and three new floor themes in the Scarescraper mode. Uh, and uh, part two will arrive by July 31st, 2020. Now, speaking of DLC, uh, speaking of DLC, there was a surprise DLC that got announced today, actually, and it really surprised me. And it is for another fantastic game that's on the Nintendo Switch. And that's Cadence of Hyrule. Cadence of Hyrule, if you have not played it, is this really, really weird game. Now, it is a sequel, not like a story sequel, but a spiritual successor, I guess, is what I would call it. Uh, it's a sequel to, um, oh my gosh, what's it called? Oh yeah, Cadence of Hyrule, uh, or um, Crypt of the Necrodancer. I couldn't remember. Uh, so it's kind of a, a uh, sequel to Crypt of the Necrodancer. And the way that the game works is it is a rhythm game, a top-down um, action RPG based in a rhythm game where the music is, uh, like there's a beat to the music and you have to fight the enemies to the beat of the music. Now, uh, I believe that there is a demo for Cadence of Hyrule on the Nintendo Switch eShop and it's a really good game. It's got some fantastic Zelda music in it, and if you have not checked it out, you absolutely should 100% check out Cadence of Hyrule, especially if I'm correct and there's a demo. I think that there's a demo. I can't remember. It's been a while. But uh, announced today by Nintendo of America was that there's a free update to Cadence of Hyrule, Crypt of the Necrodancer, featuring The Legend of Zelda is available now. It includes Octavo, as an unlockable character with his own story, weapon, and skills, plus classic Crypt of the Necrodancer gameplay in dungeon mode, which sounds really, really cool. And, oh, look at this. I was right. There is a demo available. The game costs $25, but there is a demo available, so you can check it out. You can go, you can um, uh, download the demo and see if you like the game yourself. And if you do... Then pick it up for 24 bucks, and you get this free DLC featuring Octavo or Octavo. I don't know how you're supposed to say it, but uh, it's it's an amazing game. It's incredibly fun, and it's got some of the best music ever in a game. I highly, highly recommend it. And man, just watching this makes me want to load that game up again. It looks so good. And uh, I'm, I'm excited to try out the DLC. I don't know when I will because I'm pretty swamped with Christmas right around the corner. Uh, there's, there's a lot going on around here. Uh, but I thought that you guys might want to know about that. Now, speaking of PSA, public service announcements, um, this isn't one that I care about. But I figure there's a lot of people out there that probably do. So I wanted to let everybody know. Uh, Fortnite, if you are a fan of Fortnite, and look... I know that Fortnite is kind of divisive. Some people love it. Some people hate it. I think it's a great game that I've lost interest in because I played it. Like, I think last year in 2018, it was my most played game. I had a blast playing Fortnite. It's really, really good. I prefer Apex Legends to Fortnite myself just because I don't like building in Fortnite. And I've tried, like, sitting down to play with my son and going back, and he's just like, good God, you are just so bad at this. And he's right. I'm really bad at it because I'm out of practice and I don't want to practice. I'm not interested in practicing the game. Like it's not compelling enough for me anymore. That being said, it's free. 
So why wouldn't you have it? So uh, if you didn't know, uh, you get to unwrap 14, I don't know why I held up two fingers just then, but you get to uh, unwrap 14 free presents. Uh, it's called Winterfest. And it's basically skins and stuff like that. And like my son came up earlier and he goes, hey, dad, I just got the Millennium Falcon as a glider in Fortnite. And I was like, that's really cool. It's enough that I may log in each day and try and unwrap a present. I still haven't today, even though I had today off. Uh, I probably should have. But um, but there you go. Now you know uh, that Fortnite is giving all players free skins and uh, other goodies for Christmas. And this comes to us from NintendoLife.com. And actually, it really comes to us from my son. I just wanted something to put on the screen for this. But uh, because he's the one that told me about it this morning. Uh, they say Winterfest 2019 is upon us. And should you drop into a game lobby, you'll find a brand new snowflake tab waiting for you. Click on that and you'll be taken into the Winterfest Lodge where you can unwrap new presents every day for the next 14 days. If you miss any, you've got until 7th of January to pick them up. You can expect to grab two outfits, two gliders, two pickaxes, two wraps, which my son says are skins for the guns. So I guess you get a gun and it like they skin the gun so it looks different. Um, so there you go. Um, one emote and more, all for free and all exclusive to this year's Winterfest events. Uh, the festivities don't end there, as you'll also find a stocking in the Winterfest Lodge, which grants you a new challenge each day for extra rewards and XP, and some favorite weapons in the LT uh, limited time events uh, are making a comeback, too. Uh, Wix Bounty, Arsenal, and more will appear between now and, and 2nd of January, and Zone Wars will be running throughout the holidays. I don't know what any of that is, but that's okay. I don't need to know what any of that is. Now, if you know what that stuff is, now you know, and knowing's half the battle, so hopefully you are excited about that. All right, the last story that I want to talk about today is actually one that surprised me. I saw this, and I was like, why would people buy this? Uh, so Arcade Archives is basically, there's this, there's this company named um, Hamster, and they have been publishing these Arcade Archive games, which are... If you didn't know, Nintendo, back in the 80s and 90s, they had arcade cabinets where you could play certain games, and they were called uh, Arcade Versus or something. And they had two screens, so two players could play basically against each other. And um, so you would have one screen all to yourself, and the other person would have one screen all to them, them themselves. I mean, essentially, Nintendo has been doing dual-screen stuff for a very, very long time, uh, I'm happy that they got away from it with the Switch because I prefer a single screen myself. That being said, Arcade Archives versus Balloon Fight is coming to Switch next week. Now, why would I say why would anybody buy this? Well, because one of the things that we have, if you are a Nintendo Switch online subscriber, uh, you have the uh, NES, uh, the NES games, which I have right here on my screen. And uh, you can see right here, if you're looking at the video over at youtube.com slash run, jump, stomp, that um, one of the games is Balloon Fight. Balloon Fight's already on your Switch. I don't know how different it is from the arcade version because I've never played the arcade version. I don't think that... I don't, I don't think that I ever saw the arcade version of Balloon Fight 
anywhere. Maybe in a Play Choice 10, but I was never really that interested in Balloon Fight, so um, I never picked it up. That being said, Balloon Fight's a fantastic game, and if you are looking for a fun game to play uh, with somebody on, on your TV using your Nintendo Switch, then check it out because you have it already if you subscribe to Nintendo Switch Online. Why anybody would spend $7, $8, I'm sorry, $8 for Arcade Archives versus Balloon Fight, I don't really know. It says here, the arcade version of Balloon Fight is similar to the NES counterpart, which has players moving across different stages and popping any, any enemy balloons. There are differences, though, such as vertical-centric levels. Okay, I don't know if that's worth $8 to me. Is it worth $8 to you? Let me know at run jump stomp all right that's it for the show today if you want to become a part of the community join us over at uh, runjumpstomp.com slash discord you can also watch the show live at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp every monday wednesday and friday um, i'm trying to come up with a big show to record and post next week when uh, i'm going to be on vacation um, i'll let you know more up through twitter uh, get a hold of me by emailing me, runjumpstomp at gmail.com, and reach out to me on Twitter at runjumpstomp. By the way, if you could all do me a favor and go check out my pot, my other podcast, 143 Pixels. I'm very, very proud of it. I feel like I, I've got a really good show, and the newest episode just came out uh, yesterday, and it was me and my friend Tony P. Henderson, uh, and we talked about NBA Jam and if Tony, if the name Tony P. Henderson sounds familiar to you, it might be because he was sort of, kind of, in Avengers Endgame. Not really, but he was. If you Google who is Tony P. Henderson, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, anyway, uh, this show, speaking of Tony P. Henderson, this show is part of the Giant Size Team Up Network, and that's how I know Tony. Uh, for more information about... Uh, the other shows on the network, make sure that you go to gstu.net for some awesome shows. I was on an episode of Breaking the Panel last week with those guys, and we had an absolute blast. And one last thing before we get out of here, if you want to check out 143 Pixels, there's two ways to do it. Go to runjumpstomp.com slash shows, if that's easier for you to remember, or go to anchor.fm slash 143, or just... Grab your podcasting app and type in 143 pixels and it'll come up. All right. Give it a listen and let me know what you think. All right. I'm out of here. Listen to this uh, music that's playing. It's by Note Block. It's Corneria Star Fox Remix. Big thanks to them for allowing me to use their music. You guys are awesome. And I will see you all next time. Bye bye. Bye.